Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And it's... Whoops, 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 sorry about that. <laughs> it's the Say What Show. It's December 12th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Ani Avedisian. How you doing, Dolly? Just a minute. <clears throat> okay. All right, Ani, how are you doing? <laughs> are we going to whisper through the whole show? <laughs> no, we, we, can, we can actually speak. <laughs> okay. I'm just... Well, I, I had I'm, to get my teeth. Of oh, course. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. One one does, of course, have to get one's teeth. <laughs> of course. It's, re- it's a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm very. I don't I don't make many rules on this show, but you know, having your teeth in is it's pretty much one of them. <laughs> Participants, please be fully clothed for the duration of the session, and please have your teeth. <laughs> oh, you know. oh. Good lord. Um, well, I'm glad that Jan ended that show in, on an up note because it was looking really dreek. Dreek? Yes, it was. Oh, my God. It, it was looking what, Nancy? I said dreek, but I don't know what the hell that word means. What were you trying to say? Well, bleak. if I knew... Bleak. I guess bleak and dear. Oh, dre- uh, uh, dire. I mix dire and bleak. Oh. To be one of those nights. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy, have you been at my martinis? <laughs> no, but I've been di- drinking caffeine again. Oh, I s- yeah. I seem to. I don't drink it, so it seems like I get ha- high on it now. Well, yeah, that's what. Ca- that's why we drink it. That's why we drink it. But I've been drinking it for so long. <laughs> it was like, you know, it was like stone so long. It looks like straight to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I know. I've I've got a giant Turkish coffee in front of me. Oh. Yeah, good stuff, strong stuff. Don't tell my <laughs> Armenian friends we're supposed to be boycotting anything Turkish because oh, of their... Oh, yeah, yeah. How's that going over there? Oh, it's just an absolute devastation of a shit show. Oh, I mean, God. you know, Russia and Turkey made an agreement between them. Um, it, the whole thing is really sort of complex, um, not really worth getting into. It, it's, it's, it's very difficult for Armenians because they're... A Christian nation, and they're on the crossroads of a part of the world that was surrounded eventually afterwards by Islam, um, and it's just awkward geography, you know, uh, wrong religion. Not that you know there's a right religion or a wrong religion. It's just it's always going to be a problem for Armenians. We'll see. We'll sort it out. But I'm not stopping the Turkish coffee. I just want. There are some things in life. I'll protest. I will do all sorts of things, but I'm not boycotting Turkish coffee because it's the best in the world. So there. And I hear you. Dolly, yeah. what's up with you? You've got family stuff happening. Oh, yes. It's the latest. <laughs> it was just a minute before the show. Russell is on his way. He's, um, I think he might be close to the border of Georgia and Florida. 
Valdosta. He, he's close to Valdosta, I believe. And uh, he should be here about 11.30. Furlock's got a squeak toy in the container he's in, the, the cat container I loaned Russell. And uh, for the past three hours, Russell has been irritated by the cat squeaking. Squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> that would irritate me too. Yeah, it would irritate the heck out of me. I'd stop the truck and get that toy out of there. <laughs> yep. He's in a U-Haul truck bringing all his belongings with him. And we're wondering where they're going to be put when he gets here. So we're still in a flux over... Uh, how we're gonna where's Russell's stuff gonna go a pod can we afford a pod to be here at the house do we have to rent uh, uh, one of those storage units or uh, so we're just happy he's on his way he'll be getting here tonight Sherry and Shannon and Logan are coming tomorrow to help unpack the U-Haul so we can get it back to whatever U-Haul place it has to go to. And I think that's it. Well, the only thing I can say that it's better to hear squeak, squeak than... Oh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Which has happened to me, so, you know, I take and the squeak, us. squeak over that. <laughs> we had the howling all the way from Venice to Palm Bay. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Two cats. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is it uh, against the law to sedate them? <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Actually, they're... about knocking them out. <laughs> there is a thing. I've talked about it before. It's called feline way. And it's a spray that's got the... Mimics the hormone that moms put out when they're nursing babies. And they've got it for dogs and cats. And the other night, the dog and I were in bed, and all of a sudden he jumps up and runs to the room where the cats are. So I'm going, oh, God, he's heard something. So I lay there for a while, and the dog is still agitated. And so I get up, and I go in there. And I know it's the boy, Drew. I know he's picking on his mother and sister, and I can tell this because he's strutting around the room, and those two are cowered in the corner. <laughs> So, you know, if I had been if I had been an enlightened human being, I would have said, I would have gotten down on the floor and crossed my legs and said, son, how can I help you? Instead, I said, you son of a beep, beep, bad, bad, did, did. And scared the, it scared the female cats. I mean, they just all of a sudden, they started running. He's still sitting there looking at me like, go on, bitch. Uh, you know, it's like, so, I'm, I'm, and this is like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm going like, oh, and I remembered this spray. I hadn't used it in, since they were kittens. And I actually found it, <laughs> surprising to me. And so I go in there, and I'm so agitated, I sprayed the whole room with this shit. <laughs> and I come in in the morning, and Drew is laid out on the bed. It worked. But no female cat will come into the room. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you do use it, you know, just a little spurt, hopefully the guy that's having the problem and needs to be hugged, which if I'd done to him to begin with, maybe it would have, no, oh, it's, it's, anyway, yeah, cats can be very challenging. <laughs> so I've heard. Have you ever lived with a cat, Ani? Um, I haven't lived with a cat, but I work with them, and I visit people's houses a lot. So, I, you know, I visit a lot of cats. And I think that a great many of them still remember that they were descended from Egyptian deities in the yes. days where cats were very big and, and, and revered and worshipped. And I think that they still have that sort of deity complex about them. Um, they're, they're fascinating creatures. When, when I go into a house that has pets to do a space clearing, the dogs are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see this thing, and there's this guy in the laundry room, and yeah, yeah, and let me show you around the house, and I'll protect you from all the ghosts. And, and they, the dogs are, like, so interactive and really want to get into it. And you start the ceremony, and all the ghosts appear, and the dogs are like, yeah, yeah, that's him, that's him. That's the one that stares at my mummy in the bath, and, you know, all of that. Cats, on the other hand, they just sit there, and they just look at you all aloof like oh you're going to clear the energy here are you oh this poor mortal she thinks she can do something oh i remember the days when i was the pharaoh's pet you know and they go into this whole thing i kid you not huge difference between cats and dogs <laughs> i agree with you completely i mean it's just what i witness because I, I don't have pets but we're not allowed pets where i live Oh, well, actually, now we are, but we have to pay a ridiculous deposit. I don't know why they charge deposits from people with pets. Babies make much more mess than pets. I think they should get a deposit from people who have babies and toddlers. Oh, not necessarily. Cats, oh. cats spray, and you cannot get that smell out. And, oh, that's uh, true. Um, dogs... Uh, scratch, they take wallpaper off the walls and cause a lot of damage. Well, so. you're supposed to train them not to do that. How, how many have you had as pets? None, none. Well, there none. you go. It's all, it's all secondhand experience. <laughs> yeah, right. Easier said than done, Annie. She is not, she has not yet been trained, Dolly. You know what she yeah, I would uh, like, like to. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking of I was thinking of a relationship with Ani and a cat, and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder who would win. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would make every attempt to be the alpha female in my tribe. And I suspect you would fail. <laughs> I suspect I would fail. Cat, cats are just very selective who they talk to. I, I'm going to have dogs when the time comes when we have property. And we will. Uh, I want dogs. And the dogs I like, they're uh, called Staffordshire Pit Bulls. Um, and they're a certain type of sort of meaty, sausagey kind of dog, but not a doxy. I mean, they're really a muscular dog. They're just not big. And they're just delightful. Um, I love those little dense, dense, meaty dogs, you know, that are strong and powerful. But they don't weigh 500 pounds and they don't poop giant fountains of poop everywhere. You know, <laughs> I've made up my mind. That's my that's going to be my doggy when I have property. 
can't I can't keep one in my flat. It would not be happy. And then I'd have to go out five, six times a day, which would not make me happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it rains a lot here in the in the in the winter, you know. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. um well we can we can let, let so we don't forget, Dolly. Why don't we talk about Fernando? Oh, yeah, and I put that so I wouldn't forget and I forgot. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so Fernando is one of the people that not only does he listen to us, but he I, I find him very supportive. He has taken some of our uh, censored videos and put them up on his uh, various formats. Um, and just to keep everybody abreast, he, he's just gotten another censor and you know a t threat to take down and if Jan's show would have taken us off the internet with YouTube because she just was talking about this fake election oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay so Ani what are you thinking because I was so disappointed in the decision by the Supreme Court I actually considered it a dereliction of duty to not even yeah. listen to it, to say, okay, look it, these things we agree with, but these things you need to go back and do over. I've seen them do this. But yeah. to, to absolutely refuse to listen to it just seemed like a dereliction of duty. And my take on it is that I don't know. That, that's basically it. But I see two scenarios kind of propping themselves up. One, that they're part, they know that they don't want to take those cases because of the concept of what's really happening behind the scenes and that they're really good people, they're, they're playing out their roles. And the other one is that these people are terrified and threatened. And that one kind of, I, I wouldn't even normally think to go there except for what happened to the Georgia governor's uh, daughter's boyfriend. Are you are you familiar with what what I'm talking no, about? No, yes, no. I yeah, I read about it. I read well, about I it. I don't know why. Well, the um, governor got out there and said, "I'm going to I'm going to demand again." Supposedly, he's done it um, that they do the comparison of the signatures, and if they just would compare the signatures to the to the absentee ballots they would probably have enough to, to overturn the Georgia, just that, because it's so bad in Georgia. Um, but what happened was that the, he said that, said it, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know if he did it on the Ingram show, which he did, um, if that was what they were referencing, he said it again. But <clears throat> that night, um, his daughter's boyfriend was in a, quote, automobile accident an automobile accident that there were so many so many loud explosions that they could hear it over a mile away and the engine block was 40 feet from the car the car itself if you depending on the angle that you saw it but i saw a picture from the back and it was like molten metal so this was not a traffic accident this was a bombing Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that's, and then, I take it he did not survive. Uh, no, and no. the and the other thing is is that um, right after that the governor was asked again about the signatures and he said no no we're not going to do that. So, so you know, go ahead. Cl 
No, no, clearly, you know, it's again, it's it's deep state threatening tactics. It's the usual game. However, I, I expected it not to go through the first time, and I expected it because there's one of the there's very few mediums I listen to, um, but there's one in the UK in Newcastle called Louise Jones, LJ Psychic. Uh, she gives very accurate, in my opinion. Um, readings on the current pools of potential and one of the things that she said in the last two channelings that she did which are available on youtube is that she says there's going to be it's going to be hell which we know because we're going through it but what's going to happen she said is the first one the first court case isn't going to happen but the second court case is going to happen so I wasn't surprised that the Supreme Court did what they did. But again, you know, we've got to keep pushing and the Patriots will keep pushing in the same way as the cabal keep pushing. I think that they're going to refine the case and they're going to, you know, there's so much evidence of fraud. There is no way, I believe, that we could have come this far just to come this far. It. I don't think it's over. I don't think there's going to be a Biden administration. I think if necessary, what I would do, not that I'm the president, but if I would, I, you know, I understand people have to be shown things, but if I would, I would, I would go for a martial takeover at this point. I can't believe as a libertarian, I'm saying these things, but I would, I would bring in the troops and I would just have to say to the country, Look, people, you have no idea what's going on. Clearly, half of you don't anyway. So this is what's going on, and this is why we're not leaving the White House. So I don't know quite how it's going to end, but it's inconceivable to me, Nancy and Dolly, or everybody out there, it's inconceivable to me that the, you know, the, the deep state will get in. We, we just, it just can't happen. It's, it just can't. So when you say second court case, do you are you referring to uh, Sidney Powell's court case? I have no idea. I ju it's just that she said that the very first the very first big court case wasn't going to go through, but that Trump would win through a second court case. So I I've actually taken two days off current events because I was on overload. <laughs> So I don't know really what's happened queue-wise or work-wise, uh, you know, on, on the political arena for the last two days. But I, Louise Jones has always been accurate, and what she said really resonated with me. Because with desperation comes more murders. And they're not going to stop until we... I keep saying this, and, and I know that the, the word Luciferian goes above most people's heads. It's just a bridge too far for so many people. But unless we kill them, that's why Trump, I believe, wants to bring back executions, especially for treason. Unless we kill them, in their Luciferian code, they're just not going to stop. They're going to keep going and going and going and going. And ultimately, since darkness is an error in perception, and we, have, we are very much in the Christ-like monastic energy of the Great Awakening, We've just got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. I mean, it can only be, just like Hope just wrote, it can only be victory for the light. 
They can't, they can, we can't have another thousand years of this ridiculous corruption. It has to be exposed. We can't be the only planet holding everybody back in this galaxy. So if anybody, my point basically being, is that if anybody out there is losing hope, that I get texts and messages and from Republicans and Libertarians and every single day saying, Arnie, what now? Something happens. Arnie, what now? I don't know. I'm not privy to what's going on in the Trump administration. I wish I was, but I'm not. But I do know that we did expect the first court case to fail. So regroup everybody and uh, surround the president and the patriots in white light and gold light because we're not leaving that White House. Question for you. What was that woman's name again? Can you spell it? Or could you even put it in the chat, a link to it, even if you do it at the break? If you're like me, you can't do two things at once. I can't do two things. I can't even chew and... Okay, well, at least yeah. give it give yeah. it to us and spell it out, please. Yeah, I, what was... I can't... I'm going to have to look it up. I can't Louise. Remember the woman. Oh, oh, the psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll put it in. Yeah, no, not a problem. LJ Psychic. Um, and you can get her. Let me just put it in chat. Um, Louise Jones Psychic. LJ Psychic. And she's on YouTube. Now, I'll just tell you all up front. She's a Geordie like Mark Steele. Okay. She's from the north of England, so she does talk with a distinct accent, but she is easier to understand than most Geordies, thank God. No disrespect to our northern England friends, but up Newcastle way, it's very difficult to understand what anyone's saying if you're from the south of England. So. <laughs> I like her very much, this LJ. I, I find that I can understand British women much easier than British men. Really? Yeah. I don't seem to have that problem with, with you and Jan and other British women. But when the men start speaking to me, I find that I'm, I, I really have to kind of like focus on listening. Yeah. Mm. So that's good. Well, I, I just remember one time I had Mark Steele up because his information is so valuable. But I, had a, I was playing one of his videos in my office. And my partner came in and she said, is that a dialect of Armenian? <laughs> I said, no, <laughs> that's a chap from the north of England. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm somebody else in chat is saying how much uh, they like LJ. Yeah. Yeah, she, she just, she, she makes a lot of sense, you know, so. Very good. You know, I don't know how we got into that because I started out talking about Fernando. <laughs> you know, I don't know what, what transitions to that. Um, so I was having this conversation with Fernando over the fact that, um, you know, YouTube had, had dumped him. And then we, he actually called me, and it was so nice to talk to one of the chatters on a phone, you know. It's mm. like, oh, okay, now I got your voice and everything. And... Um, but he wanted me to relay a message to Dolly, but it, because apparently his niece had been in a, a 16-year-old, had been in a very bad car accident. And so he reached out to Dolly to, you know, ask her, his, her angels. He says, I've sent all my angels. Um, and apparently you told him, don't send all yours. And he said, no, I'm fine. I've got plenty of help here, you know. 
um, but that uh, you wanted her to, you know, assist if possible. And um, Dolly, you, do you want to comment on that before I tell you the rest of it? Oh, well, yeah, I did. I did ask angels to go. I didn't send all my angels. I don't. Ugh, I can't live without my angels. Um, but I did ask. <clears throat> I asked God to intervene and uh, send the exact uh, right angels that needed to be sent to her. And uh, then I let it go. And Fernando keeps thanking me. He says that she's doing so much better, but that's all I know. Well, what happened was that, um, he, you know, he's, he's, he's getting phone calls from his sister, but he, he doesn't really know the, you know, details of, of what kind of a health situation she is in. But it turns out that she was in such bad, dire straits that um, his sister actually thought that she, she might have to make the decision to pull the plug. Um, and then, and so then um, he gets a call from her. And, you know, he, he knows it's bad, but he doesn't know all the details. He gets a call from her, and she's like, they sent her home. And he thinks, oh, wow, my, they sent her home. But what happened was that she got so upset about it because she had seen her daughter in such dire straits, and then all of a sudden they're telling her she's good enough to go home. So in mom's concept, and apparently she does have some medical nursing type of background, in, in the mom's concept, you know, they're throwing her out too soon. She can't, she felt like she couldn't do what was needed to be done for her daughter. And so she's in a rage and wants to sue, you know, the medical profession. <clears throat> and if, I hope, I'm hoping I'm doing a good job for this, Fernando. But Fernando um, said to her, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. She is being helped by angels. And they must have felt that she was in greater danger I'm, I'm, you know, not translating exactly. She's in greater danger being in the hospital than to come home with you where you can nurse her back. She's not, you know, you're going to be able to do this. They wouldn't throw it into your lap if they didn't do that. And by God, the sister understood what he said. Oh, thank God. <clears throat> you know, and she, and she was like, oh, wow, I hear you. I hear what you're saying to me. So, um, yes. That that's he wanted me to um, relate the story because he believes it was your assistance and the, of course it was the angelic you know realm. Maybe his angels alone could have done it or her angels or whatever. But the fact that you were so you know gracious to come in there and to work with him and his family, um, he's extremely grateful to you for. Oh well. well Fernando, it was the easiest thing in the world for me to do. I just talked to God. <clears throat> God God heard me, and he heard the others praying for her, and it wasn't me at all. It was God and the angels who did it, and I'm so grateful for them for doing that for her. <laughs> I'm so emotional about it. I can't help myself. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Well, you know, I think that that emotion that comes over is because he was he's saying that, you know, people get goosebumps 
you know and it's like it, it, when we see, when when somebody relates something like that it actually is confirmation for what we know but we know it but every time we see a, you know an example of it it instills us with more knowing and you know it's a, it's a powerful it's it's a, it's like the aha moment you know oh gosh i do understand what 2 and 2 why it makes 4 you know but it's that an, another level another level of learning and i i know for myself that you know i say some i tell you some crazy stories but they're based on crazy stories that i experienced and i know they happened i know they're real it's a knowingness because once you go through it, it's like the guy that met the Sasquatch. <laughs> I said to him, what, what, what kind of a guy were you before you, you know, met Sasquatch? And he was like, oh, 10 seconds before that, it was an evangelistic Christian. <laughs> you know, and all oh you have God. to do is have that experience and all of a sudden everything you ever believed goes away. But in front of you, if you're you know, full of the mm, excitement about life and what life can be, then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, life is so much more more than what I thought, you know, and it changed his entire life. Um, but those are the kind of experiences. So, yeah, it, uh, thank you, Fernando, for sh letting us share that with, with everybody. Especially with me. <laughs> Especially with Dolly. And I do want to announce that Dolly did get her Trump toilet bowl brush. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> today. Wasn't it today? It was today. I, I, I took pictures and sent it to Nancy. <laughs> well, was it a gift or is it something that you purchased yourself? Nancy sent it to me for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> And Dolly and I the box in, and, and I, it was Amazon, and I said, but I got everything from Amazon I ordered. She said, well, it has your name on it, Mom. You should probably open it. And so I said, well, I can't imagine. So I shook it, and I thought, well, it's really light. I can't imagine. So I cut it open, and and I saw the orange part, the bottom part where the toilet brush sits. And I thought, what the heck is this? And then I saw Trump on the stick with the orange toilet brush. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's so hey, hey, Do Dolly, can you take the picture and send it over here to Skype, and I'll put it in? Because I meant to get a picture of that so that I could put it up when I mentioned it, but I forgot about it. Because his hair, his hair is the brush. I, I, yes, I suspect yes. most people understand this, but Maggie, you got to see it. What are you thinking? She's going to clean her toilet with the president's head? No, no, we were talking about it. Oh. You tell the story while I try to do this. Okay. What what what, <clears throat> what happened was it came it, it came down to me telling the story about making the video that I did announcing we weren't going to put up any more videos on YouTube. And that I had actually kind of planned it all out the night before, before I went to sleep. And I had all these props, including the little Trumpy, you know. And I was telling the story of Trumpy because Lee Brown was the one that sent it to me, even though she, you know, is, is an anti-Trump kind of person. She knew how much it meant to me, so she sent me the troll. And uh, so then I was telling that she went back to get some more, and the only thing left was a Trump 
toilet bowl cleaner, brush. And I considered it kind of sacrilegious. But Dolly was, I want one. I want one. <laughs> you, you do? She made the connection to cleaning out the swamp. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought it was some anti-Trump person trying to make a statement, you know. But um, anyway, so I went and uh, I found it and I sent it to her. Oh, good. There she's got it here. She sent it to me. I will. I feel better about it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> I couldn't believe you did it, Nancy. I was. I had forgotten about it. I mean, we talked about it. I thought it was a fun thing. Yeah, I'd love to have it. <laughs> and, and then you said it to me. I was so, you made my day. And that said, well, Nancy told me to expect something. <laughs> and she was standing there really curious herself to see what was in it. <laughs> so what did she think of it? <laughs> she just stood there and shook her head and laughed at me. <laughs> oh, I just saw it up on the Skype now. That's funny. Oh, you just yeah, saw that, it. Okay. That, that is funny. It is. Yeah. Think I, I never thought of that. Now I just I I always talk about missing the obvious and I miss the obvious. Draining the swamp. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Drain, cleaning well, the swamp out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Sam's right. He's saying there's probably an anti-Trumper who didn't realize their own joke. You know, <laughs> two, sides to, two sides to every story, multiple perspectives. Yeah. yeah. I now agree. That's exactly probably what it was. Can you put it in the chat? I, I'm, working on, I'm working on it. When, oh, you send cool. me, when you send me a picture like this, it always <laughs> is, is laying on its side. I have to take it into a program to make it sit up right. Oh, really? It came across sitting up? Well, it's laying on its side. I know. Well, it's deeper. (laughs) I don't know what that's all about, but we're going to rotate him, and I'll have it up in chat in just a second, and you'll all be able to see (laughs) what we're talking about. (laughs) Right. Oh, God. Okay. Swampy Trumpy. Trumpy Swampy. And there's all sorts of versions of him. <clears throat> no, no, I'm serious. Lots and lots of versions. And it was, um, yeah, I, I had to, I spent an hour searching for this dang thing. Oh, because, my God. Because I had to make sure that it, well, the first place, she sent me to the place that she had gotten it. And when I, it was like an $8 item, but when you didn't, you know, it was they wanted twenty seven dollars for an eight dollar item, all of this shipping and you know, I said, No, 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 no. So then I Googled it and Amazon actually had them and there was a, quite a few different versions of it. So I had to then decide, okay, which one of these am I gonna get? What's the best deal? I knew I didn't want to spend any uh any uh what do you call it, uh shipping charges and prime, you know, lets me right. Okay, right. there it is. It's up on chat. Everybody can see what we're talking about. He's oh, it's so, a beauty. And we can see Dolly's feet. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yeah. I can see my feet. Oh, there's my cow. I was yeah, just and your ca- your, oh, yeah, your cow's up there. Jeez. <laughs> you can see well, me, the, everything. Oh, that's that right. We can see you in the mirror. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, right. I hadn't blown it up. There you are. There you are. Download it, everybody. It's going to be a yes. treasure. <laughs> Dolly, Dolly and her toilet brush. 
looking at herself in the mirror. There's so much deep meaning and symbolism to this uh, particular story here. I'm so glad we prefaced this with a story about the angels and Fernando, because otherwise, you know, if we got new listeners, they'd go, oh my God, there's people. Now what? What are we going to do? So, you know, since we're talking about toilets, did you know that there's a company in Gary, Indiana, called Service Sanitation, and they use their portable their portable toilets for an annual light show, and it's set to music with animated faces that are on the porta potties, and the porta potties lip sync to the songs, and oh, to all the Christmas God. holiday songs, and they call it the Jingle Johns, a lighted loo experience. Um, and so this company said that its latest performance went number one this week, claiming it set a record for the most animated faces on a single holiday light display for its 32 toilet rendition of Hallelujah. And oh, I think that if you Google it, you could probably see um, if you, you know, Google service sanitation, I'll put it up in the break, and all of their to- porta potties light up and sing these tremendous songs. So if you are in Gary, Indiana, and you want something special for your Christmas party, I would recommend you book the Jingle Johns A Lighted Loo Experience. Uh, and, of course, you're welcome to put the Donald Trump brush next to any of these porta potties. That well, was a little I, I, interesting <clears throat> trivia. <laughs> I, said, I said to Dolly, I said, maybe I should get myself one of these brushes, you know, because when I was doing that video, I had all these props. I mean, you could that that thing could come in a lot of places, you know, Donald. Donald's anyway. Um, I, before I am before, surprised, I'm <clears throat> surprised you didn't buy one for yourself. Well, I had to send whatever I was sending to one person, and that was that to her. Um, uh-huh. I may go back. Of course, by the time I get back, it might be sold out. I think there was eight left when I was there. <laughs> um, okay, so. Would you please tell me and the audience about your Christmas show that you've, you're going to be having on the 19th? Oh, yeah, sure, with, with pleasure. So normally every month um, we do what I call a cosmic conversation where we talk for a couple of hours about popular New Age subjects. But for December this year on the 19th, we are going to have a virtual Christmas party hosted via Zoom. And you're all welcome to wear what you want. I'm going to wear my Christmas pajamas. And we're going to all fix our own drinks, of course, and get our own snacks. Uh, No one has to mute their microphones. There'll be lots of poems. We'll have a sing-along. We'll talk about the history of Christmas. Uh, Anybody who attends is welcome to share something with us. It's just going to be, you know, every year we have a party, but I don't have my office anymore. So it's just going to be a virtual, uh, you know, version of that. But there's no charge for this one. Usually Cosmic Conversations are $15. Um, We're just going to have a bit of fun. So it's free. You just have to ask me to send you a Zoom link. And 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time to 6.45 Pacific Standard Time, Saturday, December the 19th. Arnie's sing-along, have-a-fun-a, bunga-wunga, you know. I hope you'll join us. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, send me the link and I'll put it up. Sure. Although I, I have to say this, that Facebook is virtually making the Cosmic Reality Facebook group. I, 
I, I go there almost every. Okay, we were getting uh, 25 to 30 diff, new listeners every week, and I mean, yeah, at least every week. And now I don't see that happening. It's like 10, 12. And also, when people post, I see 10 posts, pending posts, and I go over there, there's nothing. And this has been going on. It's like they're screwing with me. So, um, and I think that they actually took down one of the posts I made explaining that they're screwing with me. Because um, I couldn't find it. Um, I wanted to see if they had taken it down, and, and I just couldn't find it. So, if once in a while, like today, all of a sudden, they let somebody actually have pending posts and so when I get somebody and I I basically will let them post without me making an approval so that they can get it in there but um, definitely being messed with with Facebook um, and of course you know the story about YouTube they threatened to take us down for something called the plan <laughs> mm. you know and you can go when you go over to the archives there is a a link into the podcasts, this new podcast station, and when you when it opens up, oh Dolly, if you if you push on the player, you push it again, it'll stop where where it is, and then when you push it again, oh. it'll start up where, from where you left it. I did find that out, but if you go, there's a little tab up at the top, and it says subscribe, and if you click on that, you're going to see that iTunes and, or Apple and Amazon and a, a variety of these, you know, podcast s sources um, are available to you to look and see, is this, does this feel comfortable to me? If you want to go that way, I honestly don't understand where the, I guess you have to sign up or pay something to get the downloads, but apparently in most cases you can at least listen to them free initially. But um, to be honest with you, if you go to our archives, you can listen to them. They have a link into, I just put it up. Um, the, if, you, if, if you see the picture in the archive, every week there's a d different blog, actually. I wish I had said, known I was going to use the blog for archives. I would have named it that. But now I have so many links under blog, I can't change it. But the blog is actually, every new blog is another week of our our original shows up so if you go to that you can download for free you can listen for free and the picture itself if you click on that it goes to a page on the show in other words if you're looking at cosmic reality radio show and you click on the picture it takes you and it gives you all those links that we would have in YouTube how to go further you know go to the archives and all of this information so um, everything that we were giving you on YouTube, except the neat little, you know, photos, the art, you know, the uh, collages that I would put up about the show, which I missed doing because it was kind of therapeutic, but I also found it very helpful because that I would remember the show by looking at the pictures. However, I don't have time right now to, to do that. So you've got ability to download, ability to listen and control the listening. You can go back and forth. I don't see... It's, when you go to these... Like if you go to, um, oh, I don't know, Amazon uh, Podcasts or whatever. At the bottom, at the bottom of the page, when you hit something, at the bottom of the page, up comes the, the player thing that you can control. But I didn't even see it initially. 
So if you do want to just look at these different options that you have, because one of them you can sign up for notifi email notifications. But, you know, on the archives, again, that we've already got that aren't in jeopardy of going someplace, unless Weebly, you know, threw us off. And, well, if that's happening, then, you know, we're doomed. <laughs> because that just doesn't happen. Um, so, anyway, I just wanted to... Well, well, uh, go ahead. What I did was I went into the pod thing, and I picked... Uh, I wanted to listen to... You, me, and Walt. You, Walt, and I. Well, anyway, I wanted to listen to us. So I clicked on that. And then uh, underneath that, I found a link that took me to the archives where I could uh, play with the radio, stop it, pause it, where I could do it like I normally do it. So that's how I got out there. And, and you felt comfortable <laughs> with it, right? Absolutely. Okay, so so the quickest way of keeping up with us is just go to the tabs up above, see radio, drop it down, about five down, you'll see archive. Then you can click on any week. It'll give you the week dates, you know, between so-and-so time frame. Or go over to the blog and books, click on it where you see blog, click on that, and every blog entry is another week of radio. So, if you, you know, if you want to kind of like more efficiently look at if you're looking back if you're somebody new and you haven't been with us before and you want to look at the old shows all you have to do is go to the next blog click on it see what it says and then if you if you want to look further you know you just click on the side it gives you different months and you just click on it and it'll it'll you know months meaning that you'll have you know four or five um, entries in in that particular click back so um I truly hope you stay. I can see that we're having a lot more activity on the radio station. It doesn't do the counting like Facebook does, but we've at least doubled how many people are coming to the radio station, and I suspect those are people looking for the archives. So I'm so appreciative of anybody out there that is actually, you know, hanging in here with us, staying with us. Appreciate you guys. Um, okay, Welcome so... Welcome back in, Bonnie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, I had I had an excursion to pick up my UPS delivery. Thank you. <laughs> what did you get? Did you get a fun thing like the Trump toilet brush? No, I didn't. I got a delivery of Eccles cakes. <gasps> Things you Eccles, eat? Yes. Eccles cakes are from Lancashire in the north of England. I used to get them when I was a young girl. We used to go up and watch Manchester United play at Old Trafford. And it's a very soft, flaky pastry, like buttery soft. And then inside is a mixture of really succulent, a special kind of Greek raisin. Oh. Um, and it just, it, it's, it's baked into the middle of this flaky pastry, and it literally melts in your mouth. Oh. It's uh, just one of my favorite British uh, baked goods. And I could make it from scratch. But, uh, you know, the, the, if you get Eccles cakes, Jan Shaw will back me up on this, unless you're going to make them yourself by hand. The only commercially made Eccles cake that is palatable is made by the real Lancashire Eccles Cake Company. It's just, I can't even describe to you the deliciousness of this thing. Yeah, you know. Um, 
I well, you got you... my mouth watering. Oh, <gasps> God! Wow. Yeah, some uh, it's uh, the real Lancashire. I'm writing it down because somebody on chat is asking. Um, real Jan Lancashire. put it in there. Oh. oh, she did too. Good. Oh, she didn't put the link in though. Well, yeah, that's right. Jan, Jan's a Lancashire lass. She's from Lancashire. No, I I mean she didn't put the link. For oh the... no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't put the link, but if you just put in real Lancashire Eccles Cake Company, it's just brilliant. It's, I mean, I get excited about baked goods because anything that I can have with tea is exciting to me. So, so in this package, I've also got rich tea biscuits and McVitie's digestives. No hope they don't go well with martini. Um, <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of, uh, I've got some English wine gums. I've got some quality street in this box. What else have I ordered? Oh, Marmite, because I actually like Marmite a lot. Um, so I've ordered a whole bunch of British stuff. Over the holidays, I get nostalgic and I want all my English stuff. Well, are these British. are Christmas gifts. Should I um, prepare for no, no, delivery? No, 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 they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not Christmas gifts. They're for me. <laughs> You know how to celebrate, don't you? I do. I oh, and my, yes, and interesting. Hope must be a mind reader because there's my Marks and Spencer's Christmas pudding in here too. <laughs> <laughs> the gourmet, the gourmet version. I love puddings. You know. So anyway, that's that's why I left you all for a minute to retrieve this box of exceptional goodies. If you, I'll send you some of that stuff. If if you if you eat it, everyone so fussy about food these days. Oh no! I wouldn't I mean, put you out. I wouldn't put you out like that. I want you to enjoy them. Oh, um, I've got tons of it. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I bought a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't send it back. Let me put it that way. I one of my sisters sent me a Christmas gift full of cookies, and I got them delivered at Easter time. Nice. I threw that, them in that, the trash. That, that's yeah, late. You know, I, but I felt really bad because Were they I didn't. I no, <laughs> um, I really felt bad because my sister. I never said thank you for something I didn't get. I didn't know she had sent it. You know, so um, okay. So uh, question was up, and now uh, it's gone someplace. Um, no, we're not going to put anything up on YouTube, Jan. I just covered this. She said I just missed the half hour. Um, but if you go to the archives, and again, I'm going to repeat. Just go up to um, radio drop down to the archive button and click on that it'll give you a link to this week's shows as soon as i get them up so no we're not on youtube we're gonna we have podcasts but the easiest way to get there is the archive and this will be playing after well after this show this will play eight hours from now i don't know what time frame you're in but it repeats then and it will repeat through the you know next couple of days so um yeah youtube youtube is uh gonna Take us down if we do anything nasty, like talk the truth. <laughs> right. God, I was going to say that's what they mean by nasty is tell the truth. Well, yeah. I know I, I'm. I'm having. I'm. I've got 103 videos up on my YouTube channel, and we are. My partner and I we're move. We're leaving them on YouTube for as long as they can be left up, but we are also putting them on BitChute, on Brighteon. We're trying to put them on brand new tube. But my gosh, the back end of that is so difficult to negotiate, and they, their customer service is non-existent. But we're going to put um, 
all the podcasts, whatever we've got, up on as many different platforms as we can just to be able to get heard. Because until all of this censorship is sorted out, you know, we're just moving our stuff all over the place, hoping that somebody's going to see it. Well, I, I'm, I'm with you, but um, right now my feeling is um, I think that the YouTube and Facebook and Google will be all fixed, let me put it that way, made yeah. right. And so I'm not going to panic until I think that, you know, until, I, well, if I'm going to panic, what I'm going to do is I'm going to find out, and I know they're out there, how to set up, because essentially the Internet is computers connected together. And you don't need, I mean, there's no, you, you, you just have to build your own Internet. And my understanding is that the, the true preppers, the true patriots out there that are just prepping all over the place, have a secondary Internet ready to go. So you just have to be able to access it. Um, so they, they're not going to, I don't care what they try to do. You know, I don't see them winning. Because first of all, how could they? Too many of us are already awake. Too many of us. In my opinion, I think we went over the hundredth monkey quite a while ago. I agree. It's just that no one's hearing about it. Well, not not no one. All right. You know? No, yeah, the, the 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 main mouthpieces are uh, are not talking about it. But I I agree with you. There's a lot more awake people than people seem to realize. Well, the the it's all falling apart. I mean, the, the, okay, like seventy percent of the Republicans consider the that the election was stolen. 30% of the independents and 20% of the Democrats think that. So it, 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 it's like the dam of information that is, is holding back all this information is just disintegrating. And the things that they are doing and have done only solidifies our position. You know, if we say we're being censored and they can go to our what was our, our, an active site and see this place has been censored for harassment and bullying, which is what, what, what they wanted to take me down for. And somebody said, well, who are you bullying? I said, the deep state, maybe. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, so yeah, um, there's, there's a lot of things happening, but we're good to go. We're going to get, you know, we're going to get it right. There's so much to it. I mean, Somebody said that there's going to be, you know, a million books written about the, this 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 time right here, you know, and and oh, because there's so many stories, there's so many layers of it, and these these Chinese people, um, you know, when we ch we say China, we're not talking about Chinese people. My God, they're victims. They're already captured. They're already controlled. We're talking about the controllers over there, the people that want to come over here and do the same thing to us. You know, to me, the Chinese people are, we got to save them. They're <laughs> you know? victims, yes. They're victims. we got to save them by not letting ourselves go that way. You know? So, um, anyway, we're kind of at the top of the hour, so... Um, I'm going to play Hunter Hayes, Invisible, 
It's uh, four minutes because I think that, well, I just think, again, it's a message, you know, that we all sort of have to think about. So here we go. Crowded hallways are the loneliest places For outcasts and rebels Or anyone who just dares to be different And you've been trying for so long To find out where your place is But in their narrow minds There's no room for anyone who dares to do something different Oh, but listen for a minute Trust the one who's been where you are Wishing all it was with sticks and stones Those words cut deep but they don't mean you're is quiet to them quiet looks like weakness but you don't have to fight it cause you're strong enough to win without a war every heart has a rhythm let yours beat out so loudly that everyone can hear it yeah I promise you don't need to hide it anymore oh
Okay, then. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> there was something. Oh, yes. Tonight, uh, at midnight on freedomslips.com, Derek is going to be interviewed with uh, by um, uh, Solaris Blue Raven. And it should be a wonderful show. It's a two-hour show. That's midnight Eastern time on freedomslips.com. Uh, welcome back to the Shang. No, we're say what this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say what? <laughs> December twelfth, twenty twenty. That person that just cackled in the background—that's that's our suburban shaman, Ani Avedisian, and Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Howard is with us. <laughs> we're really on it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you don't drink a martini in this show. I do not drink a martini. I daren't drink a martini in this. Show. In fact, I think it's very brave of me to drink a martini during the martini show. Because those <laughs> things do catch up with you. <laughs> well, yeah, but you get out of there in an hour. <laughs> an hour, or two hours, it wouldn't do. The second half would be very quiet. <laughs> I gently fell asleep. It's like, oh, it's lovely chatting to you. Bye bye. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I cannot cannot handle my alcohol um, as I'm a little bit older now, the way that I used to when I was younger. So uh, we have to really watch that these days. <laughs> yeah, I walk by a bottle and I go, "Ooh, I feel a little yeah, wheezy." You, you know, it's like, after a couple of beers that time. Right? Yeah, and I used to have one in my pocket all the time. I mean, just I, yeah, different <laughs> Catch life. Catches up with you. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, do you I, have I a, scrolled up to look at that the picture that of me posted in the chat room with Trumpy. <laughs> it just makes me laugh, Nancy. I love it. Thank you so much for that <laughs> toilet brush. <laughs> well, I got you the best one I could find. Oh my uh, gosh. Well, it's that, the best one in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of them don't come with the fancy little thing you can keep it in. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. I, I had to make sure. Oh, I got to tell you this though. Um, I didn't get it because it really was. Well, the the one place where it seemed like it was a quality piece was outrageously expensive, but they also have Donald Trump toilet paper. No. With his picture <laughs> on it. Yes, it's true. No. <laughs> I will draw the line at that. I won't, I, yeah, no, I wouldn't wipe my behind with his face. No. <laughs> it's, nope. pr- it's probably from China, and if you do that, probably the ink has got some kind of nanotechnology <laughs> in it and takes you over. Yes. Oh, my God, a rectal implant. Oh. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh. Uh, it's the first thing, that, when I saw it, that's, I'm sorry, I'm conspiracy nut. That's just what I thought. Oh, my God, they're going to have a nanotech in that new. It went through my head, I have to say it. I'm a fiction writer. What can I tell you? I make up stories. <laughs> like I don't make up stories. They just I just get here I get I get told weird stories. Let's put it that way. Uh listen, do you have Matthew? Does did he do a new one? I 
do yeah no and it's a very good one i'll 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 read it i was just my um attention was momentarily distracted by a giant penis going missing in germany what? Um, excuse me what? apparently there's this giant penis on a on a mountain in germany that's been there for quite a while it's uh in the bavarian town of kempton 79 miles southwest of munich and somebody put a giant wooden penis up there years ago no one knows how it got there it's like that monolith that the ets keep materializing and dematerializing but anyways though it's this it's a very popular destination for hikers because it's way up on a mountain and they all go and they go oh let's all let us all go up to the giant penis and uh somebody removed the penis uh, there is no penis there anymore and no one and it's it's a 440 pound penis it's seven foot tall and they took and it down going. i mean yeah they it, took it down doesn't i mean i was just gonna i know this is up a mountain it's countryside and stuff but if don't wouldn't you notice men carrying a 440 pound seven foot penis well they could have taken it apart they could have splintered it yeah that's true there could have been a bonfire nobody saw no, I like the I like the that the aliens came and moved us somewhere else, and it'll be rediscovered. The penis? Yes. Yeah, I suppose. Strange, stranger things have happened. That much we do know. <laughs> anyway, so the before we do that, so the monoliths are ET inspired. Yes, they're the silver ones. Yes, they are. And, and and apparently, okay, we the one we heard about was in the desert in New Mexico, or I think. Um, so they started it, but now they're, I just read something and they're saying these things are showing up all over the place. Yes. Well, the penises? No, no, the, no, the, <laughs> mono, the monoliths, which is sort of a penis. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, we've, we've moved away from the penises, Dolly. But, I mean, oh. I suppose the aliens could, could put penises instead. I mean, why not? Okay, what what is a monolith? I know I knew at one point. I can't picture it in my head. It's just one basic shape, a monolith, one shard of something. And these are the the silver shiny ones that have been showing up. I did ask, and it is it, it is our extraterrestrial friends. So that's kind of fun. You know, yeah, I mean, when, when when push comes to shove, we do have, in fact, you know, other friends. And uh, I have to I have to tell you, Dolly. I don't know if you've heard about this, but the president has um, uh, uh, announced that Cape Canaveral will be renamed the Space Fleet Headquarters. I or something. saw that. Nice. And that and I were were talking about. There's no way we can remember that whole name. Do you remember <laughs> what is it? No, I just I no I don't. But see, Dolly only Dolly can virtually see. Cape Canaveral that's now going to be the, oh there's a picture of it up on the chat Dolly there it is oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know when the authorities were looking at them and they said well somebody drilled into the rock the one in Utah you know I mean they they drilled a precise area down into the rock to set it in it was it had to have been done with some sort of laser cutting tool well you know Indeed, <laughs> but from which civilization? Right. Well, you know the monolith. What does it symbol? Two thousand and one, the movie. 
you know, mm-hmm. they, that's right. what it's all about, them finding monoliths. First the baboons did, and then they started killing each other, and then they found one on the moon, and that led to the Mars thing, and then they found one in Jupiter, and, you know, in 2001, no matter how far away you get from it, it is one of the more unbelievably wow, in-your-face kind of movies that's ever been there. And, you know, the comparison of sci-fi before and after that movie is drastic. That was Kubrick. Kubrick, Kubrick yes. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick. He was a, a genius, and they really messed with his head. You know, they made so many deals with him, the, the establishment, in return for him being able to continue to make the type of movies that he wants. Interesting. Okay, on, on, go ahead. We were talking about Cape Canaveral. Uh, Well, when they let off that, they shot off the big-ass rocket this week, was it? Is it this week? What, I don't know. With astronauts or not? No, no, the 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 one without the astronauts. Right. It was huge, huge. Yeah. The ma- that I, was a, that was supposed to go to. Uh, that's what they're trying to build for Mars. Well, that I felt it. I mean, I heard it. I kept hearing this rumble, 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 and and I felt it. And I kept thinking, if that person doesn't turn their truck off really soon, I'm going to go out there because it's hurting my damn ears. And then I didn't realize it was going up. Then later I saw something on break into a show I was watching showing the thing take off. And then I knew what I was feeling and hearing. That thing was so big that I heard it like I was maybe two miles away rather than ten. Well, you know that when they brought it back, it exploded. No. Yeah, it, it 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 got back to where you know how they come in and they land. Yeah. You know, well, as it was landing, it exploded, and um, it that was that inter- night. Yes. No wonder. I heard two two things, but I thought I was losing my mind. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they sent that up to just see if they could get it off the ground and bring it back, so it didn't really go very far. But when they brought it back, it, it exploded. And um, Musk was all excited about it. Good, good, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because apparently what went wrong was something that they were actually testing for. And so they expected it could go wrong, and it did. But now they know what the fix is. So he was very excited. This is supposedly the vehicle they're going to use to go to Mars. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yep. It's a, it's a, yeah. Who knows who he is? You know, is he a good guy, a bad guy? I go back and forth on it. I, I, I really, do too, yeah. yeah. He's hard but to anybody, figure. But anybody that sent a, a, a car with a phony astronaut into it, you know, in a, you get, you get, I like that. I mean, he's got a sense of humor, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were, that's when Sherry and, and Shannon lived on base, uh-huh. and we were sitting out on their back patio watching it go up, and uh, 
had binoculars and I was trying to see, can I see that car with the, with the guy in it? I couldn't. It was, I couldn't. <laughs> but it was fun to watch the rocket. <laughs> it's fun living here. I like living here. Okay, so shall we do Matthew? Yes, let's yeah. do Matthew. Let's right. do Matthew. So Thank you. This this is the last um the message that he did from December the second, twenty twenty, and what he's discussing in this message are seasonal thoughts, feelings, COVID nineteen statistics, masks, tests, vaccine, rebelling citizenry, U.S. election, imminent changes, unconditional love. And you can all find Matthew's messages that come out in the beginning of each month at matthewbooks.com. Here we go. With loving greetings from all souls at this station, this is Matthew. How greatly this season of holy days differs from previous years, dominates thoughts and feelings around your world. Instead of traditional observances and festivities with family and friends, many are mourning loved ones to whom they were denied goodbyes and are having to forego attending sacred services. We too feel sadness that your year 2020 is ending on that solemn note. Dear ones, you can keep bright the spirit of the season that celebrates love, the goodness in your life and the world, and sharing with those who are in need as you act upon those sentiments that uplift you and all whom your caring touches. You can revisit joyous holidays in memory. If beloved persons are no longer with you, you can feel happy for them. They are living in a wondrous world of amazing activity and diversity. Earth's energy field of potential is also reflecting the society's other primary thoughts, feelings, and actions. They have to do with COVID foremost, then unrest in increasing numbers of countries and the United States presidential election. To address these situations, we begin with the readers' questions that are in the minds of all who know what is behind the brackets pandemic. Question, should light workers not wear a mask in public and refuse to be tested for COVID-19 to help spread awareness of the truth about it? Why are cases spiking? What can we do if vaccinations are mandatory when a vaccine is available? This is the answer. If masks are required by employers or entry into public buildings, never would we suggest that you incur a troublesome situation for yourself by violating that regulation but as often as you can, lower the mask and breathe naturally. Unless your work requires being tested, avoiding that precludes the possibility of being quarantined when you don't have the disease. It is not that cases of COVID are surging to record numbers. It is the statistics that are. Tests are part of the massive deception. Some are made to register only positive, Others are designed to detect the viruses that cause colds and standard flu. And all those positives that are, that are declared COVID-19 <clears throat> are not. Statistics also include the seriously ill whose deaths are claimed to be caused by complications due to COVID. Indeed, there are actual cases and masks are heavy contributors. They prevent normal respiratory functioning 
thereby compromising immune systems and creating susceptibility to various kinds of illness. If persons with weakened immunity spend time with someone who has COVID, yes, they can contract it. The Illuminati don't count on contagion alone to keep their pandemic going. Their media's relentless coverage, including spiking case numbers and exhortation by authorities to wear masks and conform to social distancing, is a multi-purpose sword. The energy of thoughts and feelings about COVID adds to its energy mass, thereby perpetuating the disease. Increasing numbers of cases around the world is evoking fear among the populace who don't know the statistics are substantially inflated. The energy of fear weakens body's natural immunity and increases vulnerability to any disease. Of most significance to the dark ones behind the scourge, the fear energy they are generating is providing the food they need for survival. And I'll just editorialize here very quickly to say, since the Illuminati are Luciferians, they do not co-create with our blessed creator. They cannot feed off divine love, so they have to feed off something that they create. And the best food for them is to create fear within us, without which they cannot feed. So if we stop being afraid of them, they will starve to death. Continuing with Matthew. The high vibrations of light you are radiating are helping to counteract fear's low vibrations. And as the populace focuses on regaining control of their lives and livelihoods, preoccupation with COVID will subside and its energy will wane until it no longer exists. Numerous companies rushing to develop vaccines is another part of the deception. Vaccines potent enough to kill people who have health issues were prepared prior to the release of the virus a year ago, and the plan to cause this pandemic started 10 years ago. In addition to being long-range planners, the Illuminati can be blatant about what they're doing because they think a fearful, compliant public won't notice. For instance, the name of their latest disease, COVID-19, COVID, Certificate of Vaccination, ID, Identification. And that means identifying you by means of a programmed nanochip in the injection solution number 19, because it is the 19th of the coronavirus strain. We don't see vaccinations becoming widely mandatory. There is talk about first vaccinating healthcare personnel and others whose work is essential, but whether that happens depends on how soon the truth about the pandemic is disclosed and the simple treatment for COVID, now banned by the Illuminati who control the medical establishment, is put to use. That will come. That will come. But we want to ease your minds now. Scientists in extraterrestrial special forces reduced the vaccine's toxicity and erased the CHIPS tracking program that was intended to record everything you do wherever you are, wherever you go, and eventually control what you do and where you go. <clears throat> the spread of COVID may be a factor as more country citizens are rebelling against their government, but the root of widespread dissatisfaction is rampant corruption, theft of national treasuries, mass poverty, oppression of civil rights, and unjust justice systems. The rebels' roadway will veer this way and that, but incrementally, 
uprisings in all countries will result in beneficial changes in all aspects of life. Living freely and joyously with robust health and abundance is the destiny of Earth's civilization. Countless energy streamers are swirling around those national situations and the pandemic, but the streamers pertaining to the U.S. presidential election are the most frenzied in the field of potential. Despite denials of any fraudulent, uh, fraudulence in the voting processes, there is evidence to the contrary. Fraud is not new in that country's elections or in other countries. But when the truth about last month's election comes forth, and it cannot be much longer before it does, it will shake the country to its very core, and related actions will span the globe. Nothing in your history books indicates that ever since the colonies won independence from the British, the United States, which is labeled a democracy but factually is a corporation, has been run by Illuminati within and beyond the government, operating from that base and others. They have been wielding their power worldwide. Nothing in our history books is written about that. Now, this includes the global economy, which is measured in part by the stock markets that are only the smoke and mirrors of the myriad computer transactions with no monetary foundation. Playing the market, currency trading, Illuminati ownership of the Federal Reserve System, printing money out of thin air, usurious interest charged on credit cards, taxation loopholes and shell companies have enabled the, number, the numbers of millionaires and billionaires to keep growing at the expense of the growing numbers of homeless, hungry, impoverished, and a severely damaged, contaminated planet. Ending that inequitable and unsustainable situation is why Souls of Planet, led by Saint Germain, worked with visionaries on Earth to devise Nasara, called Gasara. Although it is US legislation, it is the foundation for world transformation, and when the truth about the US election is revealed, enacting its provisions can move forward in earnest. Everything happening in the public eye and behind the scenes will initiate comprehensive and desperately needed change. There will be temporary resistance and confusion, but nothing can deter Earth's heading towards the glory of her golden age in its fullness. Matthew says, we support you with unconditional love. This is a question from a reader. Is that different from love or love light? Please ask him to explain the difference. Matthew, let us begin by saying that unconditional love is creator, the ultimate force in the cosmos, and the source of everything within the cosmos. From its state of perfection, creator issued forth its essence of pure love and light energy and created the very first souls, the archangels. At some point, Creator gave them free will to use its energy to put their own ideas into action. And it bestowed the same gift upon all subsequent souls. It is with the energy of love and light that everything in existence has been, is being, and evermore shall be co-created. Thus love and light are the power tools, so to say, given by Creator to all souls. How they use those tools in physical and spirit lifetimes are their free will choices, the other part of Creator's gift, 
And regardless of the choices, all souls are eternally the energy of creator. In short, you are unconditional love. You use love and light to manifest what you want. Manifestations at this station are with unified high intention, but they are not perfect. No manifestation can be. Only creator itself is perfection. However, we can support you with its unconditional love by our intention that this most powerful force in the cosmos will assist you along all of your earth journey. Now, let us speak about love and light or love light. They are the very same energy simply expressed differently in today's world. This energy is of an intensity that hasn't been on the planet since its beauty and purity made it the crown jewel of this universe. And it is banishing everything based in darkness so the wounds of Earth and her people can be healed. Whether called light worker, light warrior, star seed or way shower, you and all other volunteers from other lands are awakening the peoples of Earth so healing can come to them and they can heal their world. Now, let us take a moment to speak about the mysterious monoliths that appear and disappear. They are materialized and dematerialized by members of space crews to herald the onset of Earth's civilization advancing into spiritual and conscious awareness. Beloved sisters and brothers, you will miss many traditional holiday celebrations and gatherings, but you need not miss stirring seasonal music. As you hear or sing these familiar words, let your hearts send out goodwill, soaring vibrations of joy to the world and peace on earth, goodwill to men. Enter your new year with confidence and rejoicing. The world you have been helping Earth's people co-create in linear time is flourishing in the continuum. Your mission is already victorious. Love and peace. Thank you, Matthew. A very positive, very uplifting message, I thought. I agree. Now, when was this December what? December 2nd, this came out. Yeah. So he actually, you know, talked about, well, we can we can sort of say, yeah, he was right about what he was saying about what was about to happen regarding the, the election and stuff. I mean, so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that, he... He doesn't, um, he's not in heaven. He's a light being now. He travels the entire universe, but he keeps in touch with earth monitors in heaven. And of course, he speaks through his mother. So he has a very high vantage point. And he, even he has difficulty looking through the pool of potential because there's so much dichotomy, so much contrast. But he brings out a message at the beginning of each month has done for years. Really, very interesting to go back and look at the past channelings because he's been doing this for a long time and they're all on matthewbooks.com website. Uh, he's pretty much spot on about everything. Well, and he's also just... Yes, his mother is here witnessing what's happening, but I doubt that she's somebody that's... Is she, is she somebody that's paying, watching the television and paying attention to all this? I mean, is, does she watch um, news oh yeah. all day she, long? She, 
No, she doesn't watch news all day long. But I mean, she does have television service. Um, she does watch the news. Uh, her opinions and Matthew's opinions aren't always the same, but it's always Matthew's opinions that come through. She doesn't share any of her own personal beliefs. Not not that, publicly. That's interesting. Uh, but no, yeah, because... because <laughs> Because uh, the reason I'm asked is to get clarity on whether she does or doesn't. But having that knowledge in her head about all of the crap that could be happening and being able to present such a balanced uh, presentation like he seems to do every every month, um, that was what I was sort of like pointing to. Mm -hmm. Well, Susie says, I'm not a channel. She says, I just take dictation. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I know that's that, a yeah. way of, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know that's that. I mean, she looks at it. When I wrote my books, especially the 9-11 uh, Crusade, I really felt I was taking dictation that I did not know what the story was. Mm -hmm. I get surprised all the time. And, you know, so there's so much information out there that just keeps saying the same thing. And I don't think we have enough time to be checking with everybody. <laughs> you know, no. it's it's no. like, oh, I just heard this. Yeah, I just heard the same thing. You know, it's like a Zoom call. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I my, my 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 texts, my private messages. I mean, it's full all the time of people asking me questions. I genuinely, I don't even know that it happened. Yeah, this happened. Uh -huh. What do you think? That happened. Check with this person. Check with that person. You can't. Yeah, you know, I'll check with Matthew. I'll check with my ETs. I'll check with my guides, and um, I'll see what LJ has to say. Oh, by the way, LJ just put out a new video on YouTube for, for anyone who's interested just now. Um, so I'll be I'll be looking forward to seeing what that's all about. <laughs> How long are her videos? Uh, they vary. I think it's safe to say I think about twenty to thirty minute range. Okay. They're not. They're not too. They're not too long. Well, mm. I would play. I would play <clears throat> her, but I'd rather listen to you because we could. Oh. I could play her directly, but we'll get you the link. <laughs> Go listen. Yeah. Look at it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's um, she's a very clean channel. I like her. She's very clean. Okay, now let me ask you something. Dolly, did you have anything to say? I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Thank you for asking and being polite. Okay, I'm just checking in, just checking in. Um, right now, there seems to be a lot of activity pointing, as every year, the winter solstice. And... Where's, what's your take on, on okay, ba basically I, 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 it's been presented that the dark side is focusing a lot of attention on that date because there's so many things that are happening on that date, um, from energy to, you know, just balance that you can do things where you can't do it at other times of the year, to mm -hmm. um, orchestrating more and more fear and panic in people so that that on the 21st, you know, it's even more impactful. Yeah. And then you have the people who are saying, let's go to Australia in the big mountain and, you know, do meditation to clear with, with the Palladians and some device. 
Um, you know, so there's a lot of activity pointed towards it. What's your take? How, how can you kind of like, you know, give us a, a pathway through all of these various uh, turbulent uh, situations that seem to be unraveling at this point in time? Mm -hmm. I have absolutely no doubt, uh, just from both my intel on the other side and boots on the ground intel, that uh, Monday, December 21st, they are planning whatever we want to call a false flag. I suppose we can say it now that we're on a different platform. Uh, and they're just going to get progressively more ridiculous and more stupid. So, um, you know, just like the election fraud was ridiculous and stupid, they did it so badly. So I have, there's a tremendous amount of energy for this age of Aquarius solstice. And anybody who understands either love or light or the darker occult applications of solstices and equinoxes are going to use these time portals to set their pure intentions. And it magnifies it on the cosmic etheric web, as it were. So I still am expecting like a last ditch effort from deep state to manifest giant aliens or werewolves or whatever else they can put up, you know, uh, you know, to show up to, 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 to really make everybody so fearful that they can gorge themselves on our fear while the resistance chips away daily at exposing the corruption in terms of guiding us all through it. Look, if you haven't made up your mind by now, you know, you probably won't until afterwards. So I think our obligation as light beings is to keep, and this is very important, is to keep our energy anatomy clear and pure and vital and stable so that we can discern what's true, what's woo, and what gets flushed down the loo. God, all, all God wants from us is a clear energy anatomy so we can align and communicate. So in terms of guiding each other through this, it's done. We are waiting for the patriots to go through their motions and to go through all of their plans. Our obligation is to stay positive, to remind ourselves that this really is, um, you know, light versus dark, and to take time every single day to make sure that our personal energy anatomy is clear and radiant, and then to add a couple of minutes onto that and just put your arms around planet Earth and beam brilliant white light onto her for a couple of minutes. When you do that, what you're doing is, number one, you're putting in light which illuminates, and in the illumination, everything that's hidden in plain sight is visible. But you're also creating a sort of a wind, a sort of a gust of wind with that beautiful white light that lifts up all the redundant thought patterns and lets all the crap float to the top and dissolve. I think that this is a good time for us to tidy up our own selves. If there's any behavioral patterns that uh, you don't like that you have, just keep clean that up to work on your relationships, the ones that you think are worth keeping. And I believe that this is a good time to chill and breathe and communicate 
with whatever your version of supreme cosmic intelligence is and understand our responsibility as a co-creator on planet earth to take a look at the world we've created through our lack of alignment and make a commitment to reevaluating what alignment is so that we can move forward into fairness and equity which is the great awakening of the new golden age this is not the the time to suddenly start doing a whole million and one different things you know we're at the end of it now it's going to be a really brutal month i think ahead um you've got to love yourselves and you've got to send that love out when you walk around don't go out don't walk around unless you feel as if you are an oasis of golden light that your aura is a mobile sacred space vibrating above the dysfunction of the world so that wherever we go out we leave those codes of bright light there and even if you don't go out if you're housebound or you're work from home yeah your aura your transmission it has to be pure and clear and radiant that way anybody you talk to or interact with they get that too they get a a zap of that and if your energy anatomy is aligned theirs will want to do the same so i think in a very long-winded ask backwards way what i'm saying is take care of yourselves your families and your relationships right now figure out what it means to be an american citizen and figure out what it means to be a citizen figure out what kind of world you want to live in and pour light into that do not get bogged down in the minutiae because if you go around and you just you know listen to one radio station or just one television station the what's actually happening and what the television is telling you it's like night and day we've got to step into our truth we've got to step in and be the light and we each of us have to act as lighthouses and beacons for all the others that are lost and confused i think that's the best we can do and definitely utilize the power of the winter solstice because there's magic in that midwinter let, let me ask you something about um a couple of things first off well i can remember one of them <laughs> um because so many things came to my head when you were talking but i have seen certain trends occurring one trend and this is yeah was a couple of shungite shows ago we talked about be selfish selfish is a good thing you know, get yourself right, because you get yourself right, then the resonance will, you know, get the people around you right. It's it's critical. You just focus on getting yourself right. And I was talking to somebody today, and she said, it's, I don't think, she said, I don't think the word is selfish. I think it's self-full-ish. Self-full-ish. Yeah. You know, yeah, self, and selfish is not the word. Yeah. No, no, because that gives you kind of like a a grating feeling energetically, but self full ish. You know, fill yourself with the, the the energies that you need. They're at your disposable disposal of. You can just call on them, and you know, just fill your yourself that way to feed out to everybody else. Um, that seems to be a trending thing I'm hearing, you know, all over the place in bits and pieces. You know how that happens. But the other thing is, is it seems to me like this concept of, you know, the white light is got a competitor. And I think it's gold light. 
Well, that's not a competitor, uh, Dolly. They work together. Uh, okay, could, I mean, you expand, you, could you expand on that? Well, you know, when we do energy work, um, the room is filled with gold light because gold light is the highest angelic light there is, it's divine light. And when, towards the end of a session, the blue DNA RNA strands turn gold and they flash gold. So you know that the original divine DNA RNA strands, um, the original program is being reinstalled. But when we're working um, on absolute, when someone comes in and they're full of cancer or whatever, we blast them with white light because the white light cleanses and purifies and vitalizes and stabilizes. And once that is, that's just like a magnificent power clean. Then once you finished with the white light, when things restore themselves to, let's just call it grace, they just, they just turn gold. So it's not uncommon when you're working on people also to see pure white all around them and then the rutilations of gold and other colors going into them. But if you look on one of those, um, well, a long time ago when I went to the Assetti Ranch, this was years ago, and James Gilliland had one of the earlier spectrometers or whatever they are that show the colors of the energy. We were all sitting in a circle praying. And, um, you know, of course, we knew it was going to be gold light, but it showed up as gold light. So I, I don't think of them as competing. They're different colors for different purposes. They, they're complementary. Well, I didn't really know what word to use, <clears throat> and that's just the one that came out. But thank you for that, because, I, you know, it's like I'll be doing something, or, and, and the gold light just keeps coming in, and I'm going like, okay, so what's this all about? Because, I mean, you know, I never, I can't say that I was ever seeing gold light. Oh, you know? no, gold, gold is the divine light. Uh it is the but then, but then I, yeah, somebody said a couple of times I've heard things and I'm going like, yeah, gold is seeping into the storyline here. So gold is divine light, perfect, mm -hmm. perfect light, perfect light, the most beautiful light. And you feel you feel when the white is coming in, it's cleansing and it's powerful and it gushes. But the gold light, it's like, okay, now we are, we've done everything. We are at that golden state, that state of golden grace. That golden light doesn't work hard. It just is the presence of grace. You know, we use a lot of golden. White and gold are the two most popular colors in energy healing. But if you start, you're starting to see it, it's wonderful. You're starting to see... Uh, things returning to their state of perfection. Well, that's good. Damn right. We could because use a I, bit more I, of that. <laughs> I am seeing it, and I'm seeing it in you know regards to to Gaia and the mm -hmm. biosphere, as well as other things. But um, yeah, you know, we, there's well, healing yeah. going. I know no one wants to talk about it, but there's healing going on. It's not just mass destruction of the planet. Our prayers make a difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How would we know we were in trouble unless we saw we were in trouble? You know? Exactly. It's, like, it's yeah. like the Amish. No one's sick 
Why aren't our you sick? We don't have our... television. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, okay, what, I'm sorry, Rolla, go ahead. Our go prayers ahead. make a difference is proven by Fernando's niece. And others, I yes. mean... And others, every day, millions and millions. Oh, there was another part of that story. Because the woman who was the nurse was for the, for the it, it, she finds this out later, the, the woman who was his niece's on-site hospital nurse had actually had the same kind of angelic interference, or not interference, but assistance in a, getting over a very bad physical problem. So she, she realized that, that the niece was going through what she had gone through. So they, they actually sent, you know, somebody that had already gone through this, another angelic, you know, sort of, what would you call it, avatar maybe, you know, to be there to get her through this stuff a lot quicker without doctors starting to interfere in the healing. So that was a part of the story I'd forgotten until just now. It just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as 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 everything will. I mean, it's going to get rocky, but um I was talking to somebody and I said what I kind of feel like is that we're in a hurricane and we're in the eye of the hurricane. And in the eye of a hurricane, which I've been in a number of times, is unbelievably a different energy altogether, like nothing else. It's not just the calmness. There is a state of balance that is just, I mean, it, it, you can breathe it in. Um, so we're there, and the storm is just crazy on the outside. But all these people that are in the storm, all they have to do is come to the center. Come to the point of stability and center. And I think that we have to, right now, put all our energy into, you know, just making that eye grow, you know. Let it, let it just vibrate out until we can take down the storm and keep everybody in the eye. Sounds good, doesn't it? It does sound good. Everybody in the eye. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever been in an eye of a hurricane? I have not. I don't think I've ever experienced a hurricane. Oh, I yeah. have. Several. Yeah, you guys, you guys have over there in Florida. <laughs> what, what have I, I, I used to, I've experienced some really heavy fogs. They must be creepy, Some, hey? Someone's reverbing. Yeah, I've, ex, I've experienced some really heavy fogs where I've had to go off the side of the road and hope that in the morning when it cleared up i wasn't in the middle of a you know <laughs> something weird um but no i've not really not that kind of i've not had that that kind of weather that you guys have that would be that would be flippy i had an aunt who lived in miami and she told me how they had to all get into the shelter and put the latch down and stay underground for a day and a half and ugh. You know, and, and you keep flooding, Nancy. So, yeah. I've been in those kind of fogs where you literally cannot see. Mm -hmm. Very terrifying. I hated it them is. so bad. It's scary. And I, I'd had a, a, a whiteout one time when I first got up to Oregon. It snowed so hard. 
I was driving. I didn't know my way. And it, everything was white. I just didn't know where I was or anything. Oh, I've come a long way. <laughs> and the snow comes at you, slant it sideways. Yeah. Oh, it's an, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. That was freaky. Luckily, my partner is from Missouri and knows how to drive in dangerous weather. She's taught me a lot. <laughs> so. Anywho. <clears throat> Is everyone there? Yes. I was just okay. trying I was just trying to figure out where I was in the time um we've got a lot of to us. And because we started like five minutes later, we've got like more time, but it's you know. Um okay, so Dolly, is there something that you would like to, to discuss, something that you, you know, taking notes on or something? Uh, well, when uh, Ani was talking about that January 21st date is really important, I put in the chat, we need to be sending out love uh, like on starting on the 20th and then I got to thinking no we need to even sooner start we need to like today uh, be sending out love on a oh December 21st okay sorry I said the wrong date I heard oh, no the words. wrong month um, we need to be doing it now because there's so much of the evil and they are panicked so they're making more evil than than we ever thought could be, but they're so panicked. We really, really need to be sending out more and more and more love because they can't handle love. We would be killing them kindly with love. <laughs> yes, and they won't appreciate it. Yes. You know, I, I don't know how many people out there who are listening know anything about energy work, but one of the things you can do is very simple uh, wash your hands and then pretend that you're rolling a meatball in between the palms of your hands and start by you know it's like a meatball about the size of a golf ball and rub your hands together you know and as you know as you roll the meatball pretend the meatball is there so that once you get a, a good rub going on your hands as you slowly move your hands apart, you will feel the energy of your palm chakras. And then make, pretend that that meatball is now a golden ball of light. And I like to make wine about the size of a grapefruit. And just make it a beautiful golden ball of light. Just keep playing with it, molding it in your hands. Feel the buzz, the energy. And then once it's, you know, you've got the lovely shape that you like, just look at it, look into it, and send messages in it it's now a beautiful ball of white light with lots of little solar flares coming off it a ball of pure divine energy and pray into it whatever you wish unconditional love i send peace i send a special code that will dissolve anger whatever you feel is needed in the world and you can put as much or as many messages into this into this ball and then just hold it, and then where are you going to send it? Send it to your own town if you want, or send it to somebody else's town. Pick a place in the world and send that golden ball of light 
to hover above that location and then explode and pour all those codes of love and loveliness. You know, that's a very simple way of sending divine light anywhere in the world. And if you were to spend two or three minutes once a day doing that, in 365 days of the year, you could have sent that to 365 different locations. It's very, very simple. You know, very, very simple. And I, I'm not actually asking that you pretend it's a meatball for your vegetarians and vegans out there. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> it's a ball. So the, 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 yeah, cookie dough, cookie dough, perfect. But it's a brilliant white light. Just put your love into it and send it where you will. Uh, it makes a huge difference, uh, you know. Anyway, just one and of the many that, And that can be done uh, towards a specific date, I would assume. Yeah, you can program the date as well. So if you were, if right now we're looking at a time and place that um, seems to be significant for all the reasons it is, the solstice, the 21st, mm -hmm. then perhaps we should focus on just putting that light there just before it and just after it like a huge plume of of energy to so that it acts like a, a barrier to any dark energy that wants to play in those in 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 Gaia's backyard just start yeah just start sending the light to those areas and let the golden balls of light absorb right. all of the uh, all of the darkness you know yeah. we have to we have to remind ourselves that we created the cosmos out of no thing. You know, in the beginning was the word. I don't know what the word was. It was maybe it was blah. Who knows? But we created everything out of no thing. And we did that with our intention. So let's not downplay the power of our intention. I mean, some of the most remarkable uh, healings I've been a part of were not even the ones that are literally on my table with my hands on them. They're golden balls of light, which I sat and prayed into and set good intentions and sent them halfway across the world to that person's hospital bed. And then you had a spontaneous remission of leukemia or whatever. Don't ever underestimate the power of your intention given to the Holy Spirit uh, to, to bless. That it, Don't doubt that it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Awesome, awesome message. Dolly, you want to say uh, anything final? Ask questions, comment? Uh, uh, no, I was just asking Russell if he's in Florida. He should be by now. I'm getting excited, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hardly wait, but I have to. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, I say this a lot, but I want you all, the listeners, I want you all to know that you are greatly appreciated. I'm so glad you're all in my life. It would have been a very boring, very uneventful life had a lot of you not been in it. Um, so I just want to say I appreciate you all. And, and thanks for being with us, and please don't desert us. We all need each other at this time. Thanks, Annie and Nancy, too. And, and I'm, sure, I'm sure that they would say the same thing back at you, you know, that you're very important to them. 
Um, somebody's got a feedback. I don't think it's me. Maybe it's me. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, oh, darn. It was something I thought about just then. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. I don't remember. Oh, shoot. It was important. I'm sure. We all need each other. Yeah. Yes. Hang hang, hang in with us until we find, you know, appropriate platforms and stuff. Oh, I think, things okay. are, I think things are coming that, you know, are going to be really good. <laughs> Yeah. Really good. And if anybody wants to get kind of inspired to go again, go listen to the president's inaugural speech. I listened to a, a clip of that the other day where he's talking about all the good things that are going to happen. I mean... Mm -hmm. it no, was it was a, a good speech. It was yeah. an excellent speech. And, and it got more profound the farther we got into his presidency. You know, because some of the stuff was like, what? You know. <laughs> anyway, appreciate you all. Uh, anything you'd like to finally say? Miss um, yeah, I would uh, just like to ask anybody if they can, um, if they spot that giant penis in Germany to let me know where it is. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I'm not really interested in penises. But this one seems to intrigue me. And I'd like to know where it is. So let, let me know. <laughs> Keep an, eye, keep an eye out for any wooden pe penis that you might come across. Seven foot tall, 440 pounds. You won't miss it. Oh, my God. That would have been a hell of a bonfire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, everybody. We'll see you next time. Be safe and um, just, you know, be self-foolish. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs>